Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. You know, Michael Chandler is in the studio right now. UFC fighter about to take on uh, Conor McGregor in June in a big match and happens to be back in his hometown. I guess we can call St. Louis your hometown, right? Hometown, man. Born and raised right down Highway 30, High Ridge, Missouri. Jefferson County, baby. So, (laughs) it's uh, yeah, it's good to be back in the old stomping grounds. I was here for, you know, 18 years and then went off to Mizzou just two hours away and then Went off to the West Coast a little now, while. Now, you weren't, you weren't wrestling uh, when yeah. you started out, right? Yeah, Northwest High School under Ron and Bob Wilhelm. Um, and uh, still great friends of mine. And then went off to Mizzou and then kind of followed Tyron Woodley, you know, another local sports hero here in town. And then Ben Askren as well. So they started fighting. I was like, well, I'll give it a try. Back in August of 2009, I've been trying it ever since. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a lot of success. I mean, yeah. Uh, was that a, a natural transition for you? I mean, it, it was. It was definitely not something that I, you know, I was in love with the sport of wrestling. I think you have to be, I had to be singularly focused on wrestling. And yeah. then right about my senior year, I realized when I got done at Mizzou, I wasn't going to continue down the path of wrestling anymore. Figured I'd try this thing called mixed martial arts, and <laughs> here we are 15 years later, and it's been a, been a wild ride and a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. Um, so... Uh, this fight with McGregor that's coming up, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Have you fought yeah. him before? I have not, no. Yeah. But it's been about a year in in the making. We were on a, a show called The Ultimate Fighter, uh, a reality show for um, – it was over 12 weeks over this last summer on ESPN. So that was that was good. Um, a little bit of animosity there, a little bit of a rivalry. And he's uh, kind of slow-stepped his way to finally, you know, announcing that we're going to be fighting in June. You know, there's a lot of red tape that's been going on with him, the UFC and all that different stuff. But it's uh, – Help me uh, build some patience and practice some patience, but either way, June 29th, we take the Irishman's head off. I know that's going to be a big fight, and I also know that Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson, they showed up to a recent UFC fight. I'm forgetting mm-hmm. who who was fighting at the uh, time. I was there. It was, yeah, it was uh, Colby Covington. That one, he was at the New York fight, and then he was also at the in the Vegas fight as well. And what if he uh, shows up to yours? No, I mean, I hope I hope he does. Um, it's all. It's actually really always awesome to watch because when you're watching in the crowd, they they start playing the Kid Rock American Badass. <laughs> yeah. There's like a the glass break, and then everybody, the whole entire crowd goes wild. So anybody that ever said that they didn't just absolutely love Donald Trump inside the arenas was absolutely <laughs> wrong because the entire place went crazy with I him, bet. Dana. Uh, Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson. It was uh, it was great. Joe Rogan was with them. Oh, Joe that's Rogan. Right. Yeah, I mean, so you know, they're uh, the UFC is very, very, very good at, at understanding what their audience you know loves, and they do these cool walkouts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, if you got the president, former president of the United States, possibly the, our next president of the United States, that walk coming to the fights. It's pretty cool. Michael Chandler, our guest in studio right now. You got to talk to. There's some video of you talking to to President Trump. Yeah. What were you talking about? Um. So I've I've seen him. I met him a couple times. Um, but yeah, I always want to go up and, and pay my respects and, and uh, you know, and get a picture and, and hang out. Um, I actually, this last time, I wanted my wife to, to meet him. Um, the first thing he said to me was, Oh, you're from Tennessee, right? Well, I poll really well in Tennessee. You know? <laughs> I'm like, well, That's I'm hilarious. Typical Donald Trump. <laughs> that, like, that is of so course, typical. you poll well, poll well in, in Tennessee. Um, 
But yeah, no, I mean, just uh, you know, anytime you get a few moments to to speak to a, a president of the United States is is uh, really really cool. And uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. So you were in where? Memphis. Uh, I'm in Nashville. Nashville. Nashville, okay. Tennessee. What took you to Nashville? Man, we uh, I was on the West Coast for a while, um, but then I started training with a team down in Florida. So the coast to coast travel was not going to work with with living in California and training in Florida. We didn't necessarily want to move to Florida. Um, but so Tennessee was on our radar, Missouri, and then Texas. And then we kind of just settled in Tennessee. I opened up a gym there, a great place to raise a family. It's close to Missouri. So my, my parents can come on down whenever I go, I go up to, to St. Louis and visit them. My, my wife's family is from Columbia, Missouri. So okay. we're, uh, within, you know, six, seven hours. Oh, it's not what, bad at all. Yeah. What's your schedule like training? I mean, t- to do these big fights. So once I get into training camp, it's Two a days, you know, two workouts a day or three workouts a day, five, wow. six days a week. Um, but right now it's just kind of staying in shape, um, making sure I kind of lay a good foundation. I'll, I'll lay a really good, solid foundation between January, February, March. Hit really, really hard camp, April 1 down in Florida. And, uh, yeah, just eat really, really well, sleep well, train hard, and Groundhog's Day every day. <laughs> so, I, I, I did. I mean, I, I'm familiar with the sport. It's not something I follow regularly. McGregor's been retired for a while now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he uh, it was a pseudo retirement. Yeah, okay. he, he retired himself by pulling himself out of the what they call the USADA testing pool, which was the drug testing stuff, ah, right? Okay. So he, he right. had a really really nasty bad leg break. So I would never I would never fault a man, uh, you know, for it, it was a real injury, right? Right. Um, so he had to do what he had to do, but now he's he's back. He's back in the drug testing protocols, and that was part of the the, the holdup of this fight, but. Um, yeah, so he he's been off. It'll be it'll be almost one month shy of three years. Whenever we step inside the octagon, Jan uh, June 29th. Feeling good about it. I feel great. You know, it's yeah. been, been a long time coming. I mean, obviously, as I said, the the year or the word for me in 23 was practicing patience and controlling the the things that I can control. I could not control when Connor was going to come back. Could not control what the UFC was going to do. Could not control a lot of things. But obviously. Working on business outside of the cage with hiatus and the other companies I have, focusing on my family, focusing on myself, but it's uh, it's all come to a head. It's been the coiling of the spring to uh, knock this dude out. Well, I know how tough what you do is, but you got to answer something for me. Mm-hmm. Our mutual friend Bo Matthews sent me a video this morning. Uh, in a snowstorm of you getting into an ice bath. That's got to be tough, man. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I love – so I will say (laughs) one of my greatest fears and the things I hated the most was cold water, cold cold temperatures. So I I was like, hey, if I'm going to be a great father, fighter, husband, like world champion, I want to be this guy, but I'm afraid of a little cold water. So (laughs) about a year ago I made a commitment that I was going to do a lot of ice baths, Um, and I've been doing it pretty regularly, but doing it in the snow. That was also for a little bit of the shock factor. I wanted my kids to see that that their dad's a little bit crazy, you know. (laughs) I say, hey, the channel. Our motto is Chandler's do hard things, right? So I got to lead by example. So jumped in the ice bath, did a little snow angel, did a couple front flips, and then uh, jumped in the hot tub. But everyone's doing that. I feel like everyone's getting these ice baths, and I mean, Joe Schmo's doing them. Yeah, I mean, quick. uh, You know, you'd be very surprised uh, mentally and physically what an ice bath, cold water immersion um, does for the physiology of the body. So just quick three minutes at fifty degrees or less. Besides, besides fighting, before I run out of time here, I want to talk about this this tequila brand. You're in Mm -hmm. town actually for hiatus tequila. You're going to be doing a signing tonight. Uh, at Lit Cigar Lounge out yep. in the Chesterfield Valley, I and think Maui's it's at seven. Liquor. Yeah, that's at seven or yeah, yeah seven or so. Um, everybody can check it out on my Instagram at Mike Chandler MMA, and then uh, hiatus 
Tequila's uh, Facebook page, but yeah, they've been around for about five years. I invested about six months ago, came in um, as an owner because I loved the I loved the co-founder or the founder's vision for creating a real tequila the way it was supposed to be created. And we're at a numerous places in in St. Louis here, so you can you can find it on the shelves. It's and- it's come a lot. Tequila's come a long way. I mean, I'm a big bourbon guy. But uh, there's so many great sipping tequilas out mm-hmm. there now. It's not that tequila you used to do shots of with salt and lime when yeah. you were in uh, college. Well, right? and that's the problem. Everybody's <laughs> like, oh, I'm not a tequila person. I'm yeah. like, well, yeah. you might be a hiatus tequila person, right? Our, our Blanco is a legit sipping Blanco. I sip it on the rocks, maybe an orange twist or lime twist, whatever you want. But you would really like our Reposado, which is aged six months in whiskey barrels, or Añejo, which is aged 12 months in whiskey barrels, too. So you get that little bit of brown, little oaky, a little bit of sweet um, coming from the barrel. So yeah, I think yeah. you'd like it. Well, I, I think it's fantastic that you've come back to your hometown, and mm-hmm. you're going to see any friends while you're in town. Man, if uh, if my hiatus team lets me, they, <laughs> these guys got me going. You know, we just did another radio show. We got another one after this. We're we're hitting the ground running. We uh, when I'm on these trips, I'm these are work trips for me. Yeah. So I'm like, give me a 12 hour. Salt book, book solid day, and that's what we got today. So. Well, again, uh, I know for sure Lit Cigar Lounge out in the Chesterfield Valley there, um, close to the factory if you haven't been out there before. And uh, you'll be showing up there, what, what do we say, 7 or 7 7.30? Or so, yeah. yeah. And there's Maui's yeah. Liquor uh, early, earlier than earlier that Earlier well. than so, yeah. so we're doing some bottle signing. So Outstanding. Everybody come out, pick up a bottle, a signed bottle. Michael um, Chandler, uh, UFC star. It's an it's a honor to meet you, my friend. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. You as well. Appreciate you guys. Good luck in June. Thank you. We'll, we'll all be watching. Let's do it. We'll put it on for the Lou. Yes, you Knock will. Knock out for St. Louis. That's awesome. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.